Should you stay or should you go? And why it's important to decide. Episode 118. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome, 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 everyone. How are you doing this week? Let's do a little behind-the-scenes catch-up. That catch-up is that I'm still three weeks post-surgery, and as you all know, I have been embracing this goal of taking these six to ten weeks to relax and enjoy this healing journey with no business expectations. And when I say embracing... I would not be fully revealing because I have also been feeling the well-established push to change the plan, get busy. It is so much fun to watch because no matter how much you know and understand the brain, the nervous system, and how the nervous system responses, actually applying this to yourself can be quite comical, at least for me, okay? And thank goodness for my coaches. Oh my gosh. They help keep my brain in check. Obviously, because you've been listening to the episodes I've created while on semi-bed rest, I have committed to this minimal amount of business objectives, one of which are these weekly podcast episodes, as well as get to a place where I have several episodes in the books ready to go in case you know Your hubs has a heart attack on the day you discover you need a surgery that will have you partially bedridden for a couple months. (laughs) Oh yeah, and then there was those wonderful viral infections in between each of those. Second, I am reaping the known but often pushed aside benefits of rest because I have so many things I want to talk to all of you about. My brain is exploding with subjects. And to my heart's pleasure, these messages are resonating with all of you. I've had so many courageous love conversations coming from some of of these recent episodes. So many brave souls deciding that they are not alone and they are ready to change what is going on for them, that they are going to be brave and book themselves a call to share their struggles, come out of secrecy or fear that they're going to be judged and find some inspiration to value their life enough to take some different steps towards creating a completely different life. I love all of you and know that these intimate relationships, they can test us and They can make us feel so special. And that is why this work is so worth it. Love is so worth it. Today, we're going to explore the question that so many of you and so many of my clients are asking themselves. And, you know, okay, I used to ask myself this all of the time. Sometimes it still creeps into my brain. 
But when they're coming to seek guidance, and it is whether it's even possible to fall back in love with the one they're with, or if they married the wrong guy, and you can even go back to episode two, you guys, episode two, crazy, crazy, where I interviewed master coach Candace Toon. The title of that episode was Stop Wondering If You Married the Wrong Guy. Honestly, I don't think that I have met anyone who has been married a week or more who hasn't heard their mind contemplate this question. When things go wrong, you know what we default to. We look for more evidence of what is wrong. And then, of course, that protective self, it will start entertaining the idea that something completely wrong has gone on here. And we need to take some drastic measures. Then we have ourselves drawing up heaping portions of exactly what we don't want in our marriage. As a side note, I do want to qualify this episode and this message and what I'm talking about today by saying that if you are experiencing physical, mental, and or emotional abuse in your marriage, this isn't a question to contemplate. The question to contemplate is how you will plan a safe escape and not when you will execute it but how soon you can execute this plan. So let's look at this question. Should you stay or should you go? I don't mean to disappoint any of you, but if you saw this episode title and hoped that you would find an answer to your question or that you hoped I was going to say a simple response to your question, I was going to say a simple response to your question, but then... I changed that to an answer to your question because actually, I do think my response is quite simple. My response is to make a decision either way and then take a step towards that decision because when you take a step towards that decision, you get to reevaluate and re-decide based on the outcome from what happens in that step, right? So if you choose to leave and you take a step towards doing that, whether it's having the conversation or talking about your bank accounts or looking at how to consolidate your things, you get to re-examine after you start that process, whether you want to keep moving forward, if you want to reevaluate and maybe you want to stay. So often we get stuck straddling the fence of indecision, which is super uncomfortable. I mean, (laughs) create the visual. Have you ever actually straddled a fence? I am pretty sure I have. (laughs) And it's about as comfortable as staying in your marriage, but not being committed to stay, right? That's super uncomfortable. You're always leaving the door open to leave, even if it's only in your mind. It's not the actual physical door. When you're committed, either way, it forces you to take a step to work to find a solution because you have decided to be all in. Each step you take brings you new information, right? And this new information informs your next step. There is nothing valuable in holding on to this possibility of leaving, this 
easy way out, I guess you might call it, and using it as a weapon against your partner. It is not being a love leader. If you want to go back to last week's episode and learn about what a love leader is, that is not being a love leader. It is really deciding and moving forward. So how do you decide, right? Well, let me give you an exercise. Just grab a sheet of paper, draw a line down the middle. On one side, write all of the reasons you want to leave. Just write them all down. On the other side, all of the reasons you want to stay. Take a look at that list and make a decision. Pick one of those columns and be all in on that decision. Neither decision is right or wrong at this point. Pick one. Yes, your mind will want to change when something happens that confirms that your decision is wrong, right? They leave their socks on the floor again, or they stay out late again, or they sit in front of the screen while you make dinner and clean up again, etc. What is your flavor? Go back in your mind's eye to that list when that happens and the decision that you made and redecide what you want to do. Do you want to leave because you've asked again, again, and again for them to pick up the socks and they're not doing it? Or do you want to reevaluate how you talk about the socks on the floor? How will you confront this thing that is driving resentment in yourself, disconnection, and disenchantment? All of these things are coming from not confronting what is bothering you, not being open and honest, or confronting it from that feeling of resentment, disconnection, and disenchantment instead of from this decision of being all in. Honey, I love you very much, but the socks on the floor are driving me away. Can we have a conversation about this? How will you do something different? Like ask for time to talk about the socks or the screen or the late night. Or just simply asking for some time to be together. Curate your conversation so that it can be delivered from an emotional state that will get you what you want instead of what we have been doing, which is driving more of what we don't want. Now, my biased opinion (laughs) of what you should decide, and again, this is when you're not experiencing that physical, emotional, and or mental abuse, but you're feeling discontent, unaligned, disconnected, lethargic, uninspired, what is it, how are you feeling, unhappy, sad, then this is the perfect, perfect, perfect time to take a dive into really pulling apart your relationship with yourself. Go back a couple episodes where I talked about that first step to turning your marriage around. It is really examining, taking a look at who you are, who you want to be, what your values are, what your hopes and dreams for your life are, and examining what it is you want in this intimate relationship that you're in. Allowing yourself to dream of what could be possible, even if it seems entirely 
impossible in your current situation. Looking at why you want these things. Is it because of some movie you saw or something you learned while you were growing up? Or is this just really a desire from your soul? And why aren't you exploring these things? How might you be blaming your dissatisfaction on your partner so that you don't have to do the hard work of getting the inertia going in a different direction, right? That is not being a love leader. The love leader is not blaming the team, the partner, for why things aren't going well. The love leader is self-examining and then motivating the team to move forward. I find this time in a person's life, this time where they're, you know, feeling this disconnection, this dissatisfaction, feeling like you have nothing in common, that there is no spark, no desire. You want some passion, but you don't know how to get it. I find that this time in a person's life, it is really a truth-telling period, It is a period where you get to take a pause, kind of like this knee surgery of mine. You don't have to make any drastic changes because things aren't as desperate as your heart and your brain wants you to think, right? And you're not going to change things overnight anyway. I'm not going to deny, okay, that you might feel like your relationship is broken that you don't feel disappointed, that your heart is broken. But I will deny that you don't have the power to change and heal it. You totally, totally do. You do have the power to heal your heart. And when you decide to love yourself enough to do that work, to create what it is you really want, that is when you are going to be able to embrace that role of love leader in your marriage and in your life as you start to feel better about yourself, your choices, and your ability to follow through on those choices, that is when you start showing up for yourself instead of avoiding, withdrawing, and pretending everything is okay. That is when you can gather up the courage to have difficult but much delayed, and it's okay, and a very necessary conversation about the state of affairs in your relationship without being defensive, just being matter of fact, like, honey, this is not working. We, I, I really want to do something different. So in a nutshell, you can make the choice to stay and step back from the relationship for a bit while you heal yourself empower yourself and do the magical work of preparing yourself for battle to lead yourself to the love relationship that you deserve. Now, of course, that is my biased opinion. That does not mean I'm going to try to convince you to do that. My clients do all sorts of things and many of my clients come to me after they have made the decision and have left. So it's totally fine. My goal is for you to fall back in love with yourself and create a life that you love and draw all the people to you that you love. 
and have an insanely passionate, filled life, whatever that looks like for you. So why is it so important to decide? I kind of alluded to that when you're like using it as a a way out, a safety door, you know, like, well, if he acts like this, I can just say, hey, it's time to go. I'm just going to leave. But let's take a straight look at it. Or actually, let's take a look at why you wouldn't want to decide. Not deciding is so easy. You don't have to commit. You get to keep complaining, arguing, being a victim, and feeling crappy. This is not treating yourself with love. All right? I I don't want you treating yourself like that. You deserve better. It is so important for you to decide for your own sake so that you can feel good. And though I'll admit the action of deciding and digging into the journey of mo- moving forward towards what you want, it might, I don't think I want to say it might feel a bit crappy. It might feel a bit scary. So it's a whole different type of feeling. It's not really a crappy feeling, more of a a scary, fearful feel, feeling, right? It, and that feeling is 100% temporary because it disappears when you get through to the other side of that small action step forward and you feel like a badass love leader and you take that tiny step again and you feel even more like the badass love leader and know in your heart of hearts that you are becoming that badass love leader. So that is my message to all of you love leaders out there. I am calling you love leaders because it is within each and every one of you. You simply need to pull it out and start developing the skills of it. And I do want to share that we're all love leaders. We just have to decide which direction we want to lead our relationship towards our North Star or away. So if you're struggling with the question of whether you should stay or go, or if you've even married the right one, I want to beg you to stop swimming in this swamp of indecision. Please book a courageous love conversation today, right now. Let's talk about your unique situation, why you feel so stuck, so sad and confused about what to do and what you can do to start feeling better. I am here for you, and I want you to start making some movement away from what you don't want and towards what you desire. And don't worry, if you don't know what you want, it's okay. You're going to figure that out. We're going to figure that out together. The world is yours. You just need to start the process of believing that this is true, not just for some special people. Every single one of us, because you too are a special snowflake, beautiful, unique, and designed to passionately enjoy your life and your partner. All right. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. Go rate and review the podcast, please. I would love you so much. I love you so much anyway, but oh, I would love you so much more. I don't know if I could love you more if you rated and reviewed and shared with a friend. Have an incredible week. 
Happy hugging and ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. Mm -hmm.